0: Welcome to Rema Faith Radio. The Bible says about the woman with the issue of blood, that her faith made her whole. So the Lord said to him, if her faith made her whole, then your faith can make you whole. He said, look, you've never heard that there's, that faith hasn't done it with, and you never will. Because if faith hasn't done it with, then there are no Christians and there's no church. But thank God the church is still here. Christians are still here. We're still getting getting people saved. People are still getting saved, and are they receiving salvation through faith? So that means faith is still relevant today, and we see that our faith made us whole. So your faith can make you whole. Welcome to Ramah Faith Radio. Right now, here's Reverend talks with today's message. Good day, everyone. Welcome once again to our broadcast. Uh, we've been looking for a while now on seven most important things about divine healing seven most important things about divine healing and um, when we began this new series we said the first of them healing is always god's will for the sick because it is in his redemptive plan healing is always god's will for the sick because it is in his redemptive plan and the second point we looked at we said Healing is always God's will for the sick because sickness and disease come from the devil. Healing is always God's will for the sick because sickness and disease come from the devil. Then the third point we made, we said, God not only provided healing under the old covenant in the Old Testament, but he has also provided healing under the new covenant in the New Testament. That was the third one. And then number four, We said there are various methods whereby healing can be obtained. God has provided various methods whereby healing can be obtained. So those are the four points we've spoken about, we've endeavored to teach on in this series. So today we're going to start on the fifth point, and it is this. Know the difference between God initiating healing On his own and man initiating healing. Know the difference between God initiating healing on his own and man initiating healing. What do we mean by that? So that's the fifth point. And that's the point we're starting on today. We're not going to complete it today. We're going to talk about it also in the next episode. Know the difference between God initiating healing and man initiating healing. His own healing. That's the fifth point. Praise the Lord. Let's begin with a word of prayer. Father, we thank you because you are our Father. A good Father. A loving Father. Thank you for another opportunity to study the Word of God. Thank you because the entrance of your Word gives light. It gives understanding to the simple. I trust that by your Spirit, you will open up your Word to our spirits. And we won't just be hearers of the Word alone, but we'll be doers of the same. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. Amen. Now, the fifth point, which is the point we're looking at today, we said, know the difference between God initiating healing and man initiating healing. You see, God can initiate healing and man can also initiate healing. What do we mean by that? Faith in God's word always works. Faith in God's word always works. And we can act upon the word of God at any time and get results. Faith will work anytime we act upon God's word. It will work for us. In John chapter 15 and in verse 7, the Bible says, If ye abide in me, and my words abide in you, it says, ye shall ask what ye will, and it shall be done unto you. If ye abide in me, how do we abide in him? By getting born again. Said, and my words abide in you. And my words abide in you. How do we get his words to abide in us? God's words abide in us to the degree that his words govern our lives. But notice he said, if we abide in him, getting born again, walking in fellowship with God, and he said, and my words abide in you. He said, ye shall ask what ye will, and it shall be done unto you. So, once we act on the Word of God, by acting on the Word of God, we can initiate our own healing. We can initiate our receiving God's promises, God's provisions, which will include healing. We can initiate that anytime. A classical example of this is a story with the issue of of the woman with the issue of blood in Mark chapter 5. Mark 5, 25-34. The Bible says, And a certain woman, which had an issue of blood twelve years, and had suffered many things of many physicians, and had spent all that she had, and was nothing bettered, but rather grew worse. When she had heard of Jesus, came in the press behind, and touched his garment. For she said, If I may touch but his clothes, I shall be whole. And he said unto her, Daughter, thy faith hath made thee whole. Go in peace, and be whole of thy plague. Now, um, this is a classical example of somebody initiating healing by their own faith, by themselves, just by acting on God's word. See, God honors faith, and faith honors God. This woman wasn't healed because there was a manifestation of the Holy Spirit. This woman wasn't healed because God sovereignly healed. Yeah, yeah, initiated something on his own no she initiated her own healing she used her own faith in fact it was after she got her healing that jesus knew that somebody had uh received someone had virtue had left him the lady took her healing without jesus's permission you see god is a good god he's a healing god and he wants us well he wants us healthy so healing certainly is always God's will. Now, she initiated her healing by her faith in the word of God. Jesus said in verse 34, Daughter, thy faith hath made thee whole. Go in peace and be whole of thy plague. You notice in verse 30, Jesus immediately known in himself that power, Greek word virtue, dunamis, had gone out of him, turned him about in the press and said, Who touched my clothes? So she appropriated our healing through the power of God that Jesus was anointed with. And God honored her faith. She was healed by initiating our healing herself. Now, if we go through the four Gospels, four different accounts of um, Jesus' life, teachings, ministries, death, burial, resurrection, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, we discover that the individual cases of healings that we're told that we're told the story in some detail that we have, that there are 19 of such cases, 19 individual accounts of healing, when we are told the story in some detail. Now, I'm not talking about where the Bible just says the multitude got healed. No, I'm talking about where we are told the story in some detail. Like this story about the woman with the issue of blood from Mark 5, 25 to 34. That's about 10 verses devoted to this woman's healing. We see another example with the centurion who came on behalf of his servant. Matthew chapter 8 from verse 5 to 13. That's nine verses devoted to one account of healing. So uh, like the the two blind men that came to Jesus in Matthew 9, 27 to 30. That's um, four verses devoted to the story. And we're told the story in some detail. Blind Bartimaeus. In Mark 10, 46 to 52, that's uh, uh, that's about seven verses. We're told the story in some detail. Such accounts that we have under the ministry of Jesus are 19. Now uh, It's also interesting that 12 out of the 19 mentions the faith of the individual. 12 out of the 19 mentions the faith of the individual. So that tells me something that the primary way people received healing under the ministry of Jesus wasn't through manifestations of the Holy Ghost. Yes, the Holy Ghost manifested himself through Jesus' ministry. But you see, people received their healing primarily by their own faith. Now, if Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today and forever, and yes, Hebrews 13 8 tells us that, then that also lets us know that the primary way people are going to receive healing today is by them initiating their own healing through their faith. By them initiating their own healing through their faith. Now, this um, broadcast is an outreach of rema Bible Training Center, Nigeria. rema Bible Training Center, Nigeria is one of the international campuses of rema Bible Training College, USA. rema USA was founded in 1974 by a man by the name Kenneth E. Hagen. Now the person that put the school together was his son Kenneth W Higgin Pastor Higgin as we know him now but his daddy brother Higgin was the one who founded the school God laid it on brother Higgin's heart and Pastor Higgin God spoke to him as well that, that was why he wanted him there uh, he was the one to put the school together and he did and um, as of today there are over 260 Rhema campuses in 52 countries on the earth and still counting. Thank God for Rayman. Thank God for what God has done through Rayman. See, Rayman isn't founded around a person. It's founded around a purpose. Founded around the purpose. And um, Brother Hagin, who founded Rayman in 1974, September 1974, he was born sick. He got healed. By acting on God's word, on his own faith. Now, was his healing an example of someone being healed through God initiating something? No, it wasn't God that initiated it. Now, does God sometimes initiate healings on his own? He does, through manifestations of the spirit. And we're going to see a lot about that during the next episode. But we can also initiate our healing ourselves. Now, Brother Higgin, he got born again, April 22nd, 1933. Uh... 20 minutes to 8 o'clock in the south bedroom of 405 North College Street in the city of McKinney, Texas, in the United States of America, he got saved. After he got saved, he said on the inside of him, he was a witness that kept telling him, you don't have to die at this early age, you can be healed. He had two organic heart diseases. Now, in his day, there were seven organic heart diseases that were known by medical science. Talking about the organ of the heart itself. Seven of them. Out of the seven, Brother Higgin had two. He was born with them. His heart was deformed. His lungs were deformed. His tubes were deformed. He was born with an incurable heart condition. Two organic heart diseases. That was how he was born. What he was born with. In addition to that, he had a blood disease. Doctors told him that the blood disease alone would prove to be fatal. Somehow, his white blood cells were destroying the red blood cells faster than medical science could do anything about it or his body could replace the red blood cells. He said there was one time they took his blood and rather than the blood being red, it was pale orange. Five doctors were on his case. All five of them told him, look, stay in the middle of the road and get ready to die. No body that medical science has any record of, with your condition, has ever lived to be 16. They told him, they said, look, you don't stand one chance in a million to live to be 16. Not that you have a chance in a million. You don't have a chance in a million. They told him that the probability of him living to be over 16 was zero. It was an impossibility, as far as medical science was concerned. Nobody in that condition had ever lived beyond 16. Then in addition to that, he got paralyzed. Totally paralyzed from the waist down. Partially paralyzed from the waist up. Given up to die by medical science. Five doctors were on his case. One of them included a doctor who had practiced in the famous Mayo Clinic. And um, Dr. Song. Now, they wanted to send him. His grandpa had some property, not so not wealthy, but at least he was a man of some means. He was willing to sell some of his property and send Brother Higgin to Mayo Clinic to get some help, if there was any help there that medical science had to give him. But Mayo Clinic said, "If Doctor Y Song says nothing can be done, forget it. There's no use bringing him here." Doctor Y Song practices with us. He's one of the best that we've got. He was one of the foremost surgeons in the united states of america there was one time a baby was born without an esophagus and dr wison made one that was a natural born surgeon extremely talented very good at his work but you see brother Hagin was told to get ready to die well while on that deathbed he had a witness you don't have to die at this early age you can be healed you don't have to die at this early age you can be healed Just the witness. You see, when we're born again, we're born of the Spirit of God. Romans 8.14 says, For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Every child of God can be led by the Spirit of God. Now, thank God for the baptism in the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking with other tongues. And that's an experience subsequent to the new birth. But whether you're filled with the Holy Ghost or not yet filled with the Holy Ghost, if you're born again, you're born of the Spirit of God. He bears witness with your spirit that you're a child of God. And the Spirit of God will guide us through our spirits in other aspects of our lives. In John 16, 13, Jesus said, How be it when he, the Spirit of truth, is come, he will guide you into all truth. So the Spirit of God began to lead Brother Hagin. You know, telling him that you can be healed at this early age. You don't have to die. You don't have to die so early. You can be healed. You can be healed. He said, And one day, he plain blooded out. If I can be healed, How? said, so and this time around, it was a voice, the still small voice of his own spirit, picking it up from the Holy Spirit within him. Proverbs twenty twenty seven says that the spirit of man is the candle of the Lord, searching all the inward parts of the belly. See, God is going to guide us. He's going to enlighten us and he's going to do it through our own spirits. In John 16, 13, the Bible says, How be it when he, the spirit of truth, is come, he will guide you into all truth. So he's the spirit of truth. And he would guide us into the truth of the word of God. He said, when that witness persisted, you don't have to die at this early age, you can be healed. He said, he asked the Lord how. And this time around, that still small voice picked it up and said, it's all in the book. It's all in the book. So he knew that must be the book of books, the Bible. He got his grandmother Drake's Methodist Bible, as he used to call it. She was Methodist. It wasn't that the Bible was Methodist. She was Methodist. It was large print. So because of his partial paralysis, he could read initially for just like 10 minutes in a day. And then his vision would get blurred and all. So they would put the Bible in front of him and he began to read. He said he saw one place said Old Covenant and another place said New Covenant. And then he just sort of figured, look, if there's an Old Covenant and there's a New Covenant, then the New must have taken the place of the Old. If the doctors say he could be dead any moment, if he starts in the Old, he may not get into the New before he's dead. He said it would just make sense for him to start in the new. So he said he started from Matthew chapter 1 verse 1 and began reading. Well eventually in the process of time he got to Mark eleven twenty four. Mark eleven twenty four says therefore I say unto you what things soever ye desire when ye pray believe that ye receive them and ye shall have them. He said he read that verse once and he just couldn't forget it. It just branded itself upon his spirit just the same way iron brands cattle. It just stuck to him. He Just remembered it. What things ever you desire. What things ever you desire. He said the burning desire of his heart was to have a healed body. Was to be able to live. That was the burning desire of his heart. To be healed. He was already bedfast, bedfast, And given up to die by medical science. But then he wanted to be healed so much. So he knew. If this verse means what it says. Then I'm coming off this bed. If this verse means what it says, then I'm coming off this bed. But he said, there was a thought that came against his mind. Obviously, it was the devil, the the accuser of the brethren. And that devil, just the mean devil, trying to obscure the light of God's word. He said, that voice came against his mind and said, what things ever you desire, doesn't mean what things ever you desire uh, physically, like healing, or what things ever you desire materially, like finances. That it only means what things ever he desires spiritually. Healing has been done away with. That's what that voice said to him. Of course, that's the devil because it doesn't line up with the Bible. He said the little gleam of light he had was about to be put out. As he thought about that a moment, he said all of a sudden, on the inside of him, he heard these words. Did you notice that the woman with the issue of blood in Mark chapter 5, that the Bible says her faith made her whole He said, no, I didn't. I didn't notice that. He said he turned from Mark 11 and turned to Mark 5. He was partially paralyzed in his hands. It took him quite some minutes to be able to get that done. took him all the concentration, all his willpower, everything he could muster to go from Mark 11 to Mark 5. Sure enough, he got to Mark chapter 5. began reading from verse 25 through to 34. And a certain woman, which had an issue of blood 12 years, and had suffered many things of many physicians, and had spent all she had, but was nothing better, but rather grew worse. When she had heard of Jesus, came in the press behind, and touched his garment. For she said, If I may touch but his clothes I shall be whole. And straightway the fountain of her blood was dried up, and she felt in her body that she was healed of that plague. And Jesus immediately, knowing in himself that virtue had gone out of him, turned him about in the press and said, Who touched my clothes? And his disciples said, Thou seest the multitude tongue in thee, and says, Thou touched me. And he looked round about to see her that had done this thing. But the woman, fearing and trembling, knowing what was done in her, came and fell down before him and told him all the truth. And he said unto her, Daughter, thy faith hath made thee whole. Go in peace and behold of thy plague. He said, Sure enough, he saw it. Verse 34, it says, Her faith made her whole. Her faith made her whole. Yeah, he said, Yes. It says right here, Mark five thirty-four. Daughter, thy faith hath made thee whole. Then that voice, the Lord said to him, have you ever heard anybody say faith has been done away with? And they thought a moment, said, "Yeah, they told me miracles are done away with. They told me healings are done away with. They've told me God doesn't do such things anymore today. They, all that uh, nonsense cessation theory—that when the last apostle died, those things died. No, that's hogwash. It's not true. Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever, and His Word works the same today, just as it has ever done." He said, as he was thinking about that, have I ever heard anybody say faith has not done away with? He said, he responded, no, I've never heard that. He said, then the Lord said to him, and you never will. Because if faith has been done away with, then there are no Christians today and there's no church. Because the Bible says, for by grace are ye saved through faith, and that not of yourselves the gift of God. That's Ephesians chapter 2 verse 8. By grace are ye saved through faith, and that not of yourselves the gift of God. So, Nobody, no right thinking Christian doubts the fact that salvation is for today. If salvation is for today, and it is, and it's through faith that we receive salvation, then faith certainly is for today. And if faith is for today, the Bible says about the woman with the issue of blood that her faith made her whole. So the Lord said to him, if her faith made her whole, then your faith can make you whole. He said, look, you've never heard that there's, that faith hasn't done it with. And you never will. Because if faith hasn't done away the with it, then there are no Christians and there's no church. But thank God the church is still here. Christians are still here. We're still getting, getting people saved. People are still getting saved. And are they receiving salvation through faith? So that means faith is still relevant today. And we see that our faith made us whole. So your faith can make you whole. If you're under the sound of my voice, I want you to know this. You can initiate your own healing yourself. Brother Higgins saw that. He said, that's right. If a faith made her whole, my faith will make me whole. Then he ran references on faith and healing. Eventually came to James 5, 14 and 15, where the Bible says, If any sick among you, let him call for the elders of the church, and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith shall save the sick, and the Lord shall raise him up. And if he have committed sins, they shall be forgiven him. He said his attention was on elders and oil, until he missed the point of that portion of scriptures. So, but the Lord said to him, he "said Do you notice there that it says the prayer of faith shall save the sick?" He said, "No, I didn't." Sure enough, he read it. The prayer of faith shall save the sick, James five fifteen. He said then the Lord said to him, "It's not the elders that save the sick. It's not the oil that saves the sick. It's the prayer of faith that saves the sick. The prayer of faith will work with or without the elders." The prayer of faith will work with or without the oil. And you can pray that prayer of faith just as much as anybody else can. Well, he prayed that prayer of faith, acting on Mark eleven twenty four. 24. He received his healing, glory to God. And he went ahead and fulfilled the ministry that God had called him on to. What am I saying? You can initiate your own healing by acting on the word of God in simple faith. The two le- uh, blind men. In Matthew chapter 9, Matthew 9, from verse 27 through to 30, we see another classical example of two people who initiated their own healing themselves. Matthew 9, 27 to 30, it says, And when Jesus departed thence, two blind men followed him. Now, that was when he had gone to Jairus' house. Uh, Jairus' daughter had been raised from the dead. Jesus, When Jesus departed thence, Two blind men followed him, crying and saying, Thou son of David, have mercy on us. Verse 28, And when he was coming to the house, the blind men came to him. And Jesus saith unto them, Believe ye that I am able to do this? Ask them a question. They said unto him, Yea, Lord. Then touched he their eyes, saying, According to your faith be it unto you. Verse 30, And their eyes were opened. And Jesus strictly charged them saying, see that no man know it. Now, how did they receive their healing? They received their healing by their own faith. So you can initiate healing anytime. Yes, there are times there are manifestations of the Spirit. But whether there's a manifestation of the Spirit or there isn't a manifestation of the Spirit, the Word of God is anointed and it will always work. Praise the Lord. Well, I trust you've been blessed from today's broadcast. We're going to continue this in the next episode talking about uh, God can initiate healing on his own but man can also initiate his own healing by acting on the word of God in faith. You've been listening to Rema Faith Radio brought to you by the partners and friends of Rema Nigeria. We offer training in God's Word and in the things of the Spirit for victorious Christian living and success and fulfilling ministry. Go to RemaNigeria.com to find out more on how to become a student or partner of Rema Bible Training Center Nigeria. Please call 81 The number again, 81 01 Kenneth Higgins Rema Bible Training Center Nigeria is here just for you.